my recommendation is to understand that this is a long game. You're going to be eating for the rest of your life. If you don't see results in three months or massive results in three months, that's not that big of a deal. You have three more months and then three more months and then three more months and then three more months. And the, al the alternative is letting your health continue to worsen. The alternative is just letting your body break down at the rate that it will when you don't take care of it. And over time, that gap becomes larger and larger between where you will be when you're making healthy choices and where you will be when you don't. The older we get, the more quickly our body will break down if we're not taking care of it. And we can preserve and mitigate a lot of the negative effects of aging by taking care of ourselves, by the daily maintenance. Welcome to the Nutrition Science Podcast, where we help you cut through the noise and make informed science-based decisions about nutrition and your health. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Science Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Adrian Chavez. And in this episode, I want to talk about having realistic expectations and managing your expectations properly when making nutrition and lifestyle changes. So this particular topic is a result of a conversation that I had earlier this week with a client who said that she had lost two pounds over a two-week period, and she was very frustrated. And the first thing that I said to her was, what happens if you lose a pound a week every week for the next year? And that was a perspective shift for her because she doesn't have 52 pounds to lose. That's beyond the amount of weight that she could reasonably lose over a period of a year. And her thought from the beginning was two pounds is not enough. It should have been more. And I see this so often with clients. And that's one of the good things about working with a coach is they can help you to manage your expectations. They can help you to reframe your thinking. But if you're doing it on your own, if you're listening to this podcast and you're implementing some of the things that I'm recommending and you're making some of the changes that I'm recommending, chances are you're not going to experience these dramatic results over a two or three or four week period. It's just not going to happen. It's going to happen over a three, a six, a nine, a 12 month period. And that's, that's what we want. If you are in a position in terms of your health that you're not happy with right now, that didn't happen in two weeks. That didn't happen in four weeks. That didn't happen in three months. That didn't happen in six months, most likely. That happened over a long period of time. And it's really important to understand that when you make lifestyle changes and when you do things that aren't extreme crash diets, because that's not something I'm ever promoting on here, you are going to experience changes that are probably going to happen at a lot slower pace than what you would expect. And that's okay. And I know that for many people, mentally, this is very challenging because you're putting in effort. Say, for example, you want to lose some body fat. So you start to manage your energy intake. You go into a calorie deficit. You're in a calorie deficit that is 500 calories per day. This would theoretically lead to about a three to four pound weight loss over the course of a month. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort to see a small change, what most people would consider a small change on the scale. If you're consistently hitting a calorie deficit 
that's going to be a lot of effort. So what other people do, what people tend to do, and what what has led to some of these unrealistic expectations is oftentimes people go on really restrictive crash diets and they do a lot of exercise and they create large calorie deficits. And these large calorie deficits burn off a lot of stored water and stored carbohydrates. And this can lead to swings in water weight. So someone over the course of two weeks will lose, will lose quote unquote six pounds. They really only lost like two or three, but it looks like six because they dropped a bunch of water weight and stored carbohydrates. And that leads to what people think is supposed to happen. Because you were able to lose 10 pounds in a month, 66 times in the past, you feel like that should be the norm. And the reality is you lost that 10 pounds 66 times and you gained it back 66 times and more in many cases. And this is the approach that so many people are taking. And like I said, it's really helpful to have a coach in this process or to have someone to provide you feedback because nearly everyone that I work with, you know, focused on improving habits, changing lifestyle, um, they experience this at some point. They experience doubt that the things that they're doing aren't leading to a positive benefit, that they're not seeing progress as quickly as they'd like. This is normal. This is completely normal. We have to look more long-term in order to set realistic expectations. So if your goal is to lose 20 pounds, you're not going to lose it in two months. And again, you can, but you're probably going to gain it back. If you want to lose 20 pounds and keep it off, it's going to take you six months or nine months. And that's okay. And those are the expectations that you should start off with. And if you start off with the right expectations, it doesn't lead to getting frustrated and quitting and then yo-yoing again and just being on and off and on and off. You have to have the right expectations. And the other piece of it is, you have to shift your focus from the outcome to the execution of the habits. And I've talked about this before, talk about it quite a bit, but if you set proper expectations and you understand it's going to take you six months to drop 20 pounds and some weeks you're going to see the scale go up, some weeks it's going to go down, some weeks it's going to stay the same, some two-week periods you might see it stay completely the same when you're doing everything right. And that's why it's really important to focus on the habits, focus on the lifestyle, focus on the execution of the things that are going to get you the result. Because the result is going to come if you do the work. Eventually, your health is going to improve. If you went from, you know, just not paying attention to your nutrition, not exercising regularly, just not paying attention to your sleep, you know, just watching Netflix and going to sleep late and, and just not being mindful about your stress management and, and these other aspects of health. If you went from that, just not paying attention to it to saying, okay, now I'm going to start drinking enough water every day. Now I'm going to have a, a few meals every day, like set meals, three meals per day, and I'm going to have three meals and they're both going to have protein and fiber and I'm going to approach it that way. If you go from that and you start exercising, you may not see results. Or, or you're probably going to see some results in the first month if you go from nothing, but it's going to slow. And what's going to happen is what happens in for most people is you start doing those things, or actually most people are doing you know crash diets and things like that. But most people who try to make lifestyle changes, they start doing those things and they take a lot of effort. 
It's a lot of effort to go exercise every day. It's a lot of effort to start planning your meals. And the effort doesn't seem to be matched by the amount of benefit that's, that's, that you're receiving. And the reason is because that benefit compounds over time. The amount of benefit that you receive is unnoticeable at first. Unnoticeable in the first couple of weeks, usually. It, it just feels like struggle and pain and, and difficulty. And you might see some small changes in the scale, and that's where people get excited. But if you're chasing scale changes, you're going to move yourself in the wrong direction. You cannot focus completely on trying to see the scale go down every day or every week because it's going to fluctuate. It's going to fluctuate based on your hormones and many other factors. I discussed this in much more detail on the Energy Balance podcast. You can check that out. Published that a couple of weeks ago. That goes in-depth on energy balance and how energy balance influences weight loss. So we're talking about that quite a bit in this episode. If you want more context, go back to that episode and check it out. But when you start to make these changes, it's going to take time. It's going to compound. It's going to take month after month after month after month. And what's going to happen is you're going to look back because it's so gradual. You're going to look back a year from now and be like, oh, wow, I'm in a completely different place. I've seen it over and over and over again with clients, with friends. When you stay consistent, and again, it doesn't have to be 100% consistent. I've talked about this in previous episodes as well. Like consistency means, hey, I'm generally sticking to these things and I'm going to do my best to do that. And I'm not going to let things throw me completely off. And I'm just going to do my best to stick to these you know, basic principles. And for, you know, for most people, it's going to be either right amount of energy, make sure you're eating plenty of fiber, make sure you're eating plenty of protein, stick to a generally consistent meal pattern and move 30 minutes a day. If you're doing that stuff, you're doing it consistently and you do that for 350 days out of the 365 days of the year, you're going to be in a different place next year. Your health is going to be in a different place next year. And that's going to continue to compound with consistency over time. But you have to get past that place where you feel like you're not getting results. And you may feel that way the whole time. Like you truly may feel that way the whole time. And that's where you have to learn how to um, enjoy the process a little bit more. You have to learn how to start enjoying your workouts and engaging in types of movement and physical activity and exercise that, that you're going to enjoy and that you're going to look forward to. You have to learn how to build meals that you enjoy when it comes to nutrition. Because if it's just miserable and then the results are minimal, you're, there's no way that you're, anyone's going to stick to that you know, over a short period of time. And so it should be sustainable, manageable. You know, It's going to take effort. It's going to take effort. This is another thing that I was talking uh, with a client about recently as well is she was saying, hey, you know, I'm doing great. You know, things are going in the right direction. One of the things that I just, I just realized is like, this is this is hard. Like, it's hard to be planning ahead all the time. It's hard to fit in my workouts all the time. Um, it is. There's no other way around it. Like, it, it's it's harder than the alternative. It's harder than not planning your workout. It's harder than just eating whatever. But... The outcome that you get is better health, better quality of life, better mental health, better well-being. And on the other side of things, if you don't pay attention to your health, what you're going to get is lack of energy or mental health, developing chronic health issues. And so while taking care of your health is hard, so is being unhealthy. It just that one doesn't take effort. It's hard. It just doesn't take planning and effort. It just takes not planning and not putting in effort. And then you have to deal with the hard as a consequence. When you plan and put in effort, 
then you get to deal with the positive rewards as a consequence. So another thing that just kind of came up with clients recently, and I, I know that many people are thinking this on the other side, you know, this is a podcast, this is not a, not directly coaching any of you, but you're listening to this, you're taking in information, you're trying to apply it. And I know that in many cases, you're starting to make these changes, you're walking a little bit more, you're eating more protein, you're eating more fiber, you're paying attention to your energy intake, you're not uh, mindlessly snacking, things like that. And you're, you're, you're making these changes, but maybe you're not seeing the results. And, and my recommendation is to understand that this is a long game. You're going to be eating for the rest of your life. If you don't see results in three months or massive results in three months, that's not that big of a deal. You have three more months and then three more months and then three more months and then three more months. And the, al the alternative is letting your health continue to worsen. The alternative is just letting your body break down at the rate that it will when you don't take care of it. And over time, that gap becomes larger and larger between where you will be when you're making healthy choices and where you will be when you don't. The older we get, the more quickly our body will break down if we're not taking care of it. And we can preserve and mitigate a lot of the negative effects of aging by taking care of ourselves, by the daily maintenance. Just like if you had a car and you never changed the oil and you never changed the brakes and you never did anything to maintain that car, it would break down more quickly and it would start to have a lot of problems earlier in in its life it would have all these problems at 100,000 miles or 80,000 miles or something but if you really took care of it you can create a situation where it's very unlikely that these things are going to occur until later on down the line and that's the goal the goal we, we're not going to be able to live forever you know these anti-aging longevity you know lifespan enhancing you know biohacking type people they're selling us a false strength we're all here temporarily a large part of our longevity is decided by our genetics now we do have control over that with our lifestyle and that that can add a substantial amount of time to our lives when we're when we're doing the right things in terms of health but we all know the examples of people who smoke and drink and live to 100 you know we hear these stories all the time and um, that's because genetics do play a large role in how long we live. But our quality of life, our physical capacities, our risk for various chronic illnesses are largely determined by the way that we live our lifestyle. And it's really important that you start to make those changes and not worry about seeing outcomes in three months or six months. But instead, focusing on putting in the pieces into your lifestyle that you know that you can improve upon, whether that be sleep for you or water consumption or lack of exercise or you're just overeating or you're not eating any protein or you're not eating any, any vegetables and fruits, like focus on those things, put those things in place, start to build a healthier lifestyle, and that lifestyle is going to translate into better outcomes over the long term. But we have to focus on the habits. We have to have expectations that are realistic and understanding that just because you started eating vegetables and exercising doesn't mean you're going to be in a whole different body in three months. So that's all I wanted to discuss in this episode. This came up in a coaching call and I realized this is a very important message. And I, my goal with this podcast, yes, is to cover the science and I will have more in-depth science-based episodes 
But at the end of the day, I really want to help you all actually implement this stuff and actually improve your health by listening to this content. Not just listen to it and consume it. Start to implement some of these changes, improve your health, and actually benefit in the ways that you can from implementing the things that we discuss on this show. So hopefully this was helpful and insightful in some way. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Nutrition Science Podcast. Hope you all have a great week and we will talk soon.